ladies and gentlemen, coming at you live from his own bedroom, your host, Tony. Oh, thank you, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, thank you, thank you, thank you. What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and welcome back to another episode of Time Out with Tony, your host, Tony. Okie dokie, ladies and gentlemen. Thanksgiving is tomorrow. Could you believe that? I hope you guys are listening to this in a warm, cuddly bed right next to your favorite cousin or your favorite aunt or whatever your favorite relative you got. And if you're not, I hope you're listening to this in a warm, nice bed. Because it's fucking cold. It's, it's, it's Thanksgiving, man. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe maybe Thanksgiving Day isn't, you know, as cold as I think it's going to be. I don't know. I'm still recording this in October. Um, so we're back at it again. Today's episode, The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Yeah, you know, the one without Vin Diesel or Paul Walker, but it's still good. And better than a lot of the ones that they put out today. Yeah, that one. <laughs> um, I gotta say, this is probably my second favorite film in the entire franchise. I remember when I, growing up, I always, I was, people used to hate the movie. I don't know why. I actually liked it. I rocked with it. I thought it was cool, but no one fucking liked it. No one. No one, and I remember being made fun of it, but now everybody likes it. Oh, yeah, it's totally the best film in the franchise. Shut up. Get out of here, fucking piece of shit. Get out of here. No. This is my second favorite film in the franchise, folks. Um, and with that being said, you know, it's... it's um, I'm not... My, my rating won't be biased, all right? So... Yeah, um, <clears throat> but before we get into today's episode, ladies and gentlemen, I want to take a quick minute and thank you guys all so much for the support. It means a lot, really, so keep it up, and most of all, tell everybody. Tell your friends, tell your doc, tell the doctor, tell your crush, tell everybody, bro, fuck. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that's pretty much, that's enough uh, uh, bantering. Let's, uh, let's get straight into today's episode. Sit back, Relax, crack open a beer, soda, enter water, and enjoy, folks, because this is the Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Yeah. Bet you weren't expecting that little tune, were you now? Alright, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get straight into um, the, uh, the episode. Um, as you guys all know, um, this is the one film that doesn't have Paul Walker or Vin Diesel in it. That doesn't mean it's bad. <clears throat> it's actually pretty good. And uh, just, just watch. So... For those of you that don't know, The Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift, is a 2006 action film directed by Justin Lin and directed by Chris Morgan. It is a standalone sequel to 2003's Too Fast, Too Furious, and the third installment in the Fast and the Furious franchise. The film stars Lucas Black, Bow Wow, or as they call him now, Shad Moss, Nathalie Kelly, <clears throat> Sung Kang, and Brian T. The film sees high, high school's... Co- High school car enthusiast Sean Boswell gets sent to Tokyo with his estranged father and finds Salas exploring the city's drifting community with Han Louis. Whoa, keep this name in mind. So, 
Tokyo Drift was first confirmed in June of 2005 when Justin Lin was directed. I mean, was selected as the director. Morgan was hired following an open call that same summer, and the pair faced, faced creative differences with producers throughout the film's production, which led to discussions over releasing Tokyo Drift direct-to-video. Unable to secure the returns of the original cast, developers sought to establish the film as a distinct entry in the franchise, with more emphasis on the car culture and the street racing. Principal photography began in August of 2005 and lasted until November of that same year, with filming locations including LA and Tokyo Drift, the first time in the franchise to feature an international filming location. Tokyo Drift is actually the first film to begin the franchise's longtime association with Justin Lin and Chris Morgan and music composer Brian Tyler, who they would all either return for subsequent main installments. <clears throat> the film features an actual cameo appearance by Vin Diesel, who reprises his role as Dominic Toretto, and it reiteratively serves as a soft continuation of Better Luck Tomorrow, which is Justin Lin's directorial debut film, and it also starred Sung Kang in the same role. The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift was released in the U.S. on June 16, 2006, and it actually went on to receive mixed reviews with praise for its driving sequences but criticism for its screenplay and acting performances. The film grossed over $158 million worldwide, and it's actually the lowest grossing film in the franchise, and uh, it left the future of the series in limbo. However, a fourth installment was released in April 2009, just titled Fast and Furious, which I gotta say is the most stupidest title in the entire fucking it's just the stupidest title and confuses so many damn people and that's the reason why the franchise isn't what it used to be anyways i'm getting out of control all right so let's get into the story our story opens up on a troubled oro valley high school student by the name of sean boswell who lives with a mother he's been forced to relocate multiple times due to his poor behavior before settling in arizona one day after school sean gets into com into a confrontation with a school athlete Clay over the affections of Clay's girlfriend, Cindy, who was flirting with Sean. They end up raising their cars, Sean driving a 1971 Chevrolet Monte Carlo and Clay driving a 2003 Dodge Viper. Sean cuts through a structure and catches up to Clay. Clay, who is so desperate to win, hits Sean's car repeatedly until they reach a high-speed turn, which causes both cars to crash. Clay's Viper hits a cement pipe while Sean's Monte Carlo rolls. Ouch. While Sean wins the race, both cars are totaled and they get arrested. Ouch. Clay and Cindy's wealthy families help them escape punishment, but because Sean is a recidivist from a poor background, he is sent to live in Japan with his father, who is a U.S. Navy officer stationed in Tokyo in order to avoid juvenile detention or even worse, jail. <clears throat> upon arriving Tokyo, uh, upon arriving to Tokyo, Sean's father fails to pick him up from the airport due to a time zone mixed up. It's very disgusting. He comes home to find his father fucking a prostitute. On his first day of high school, Sean befriends Twinkie, a military brat who introduces himself. I mean, who introduces him to the world of drift racing in Japan. After driving to an underground car show in Twinkie's 2005 Volkswagen Touran, Sean has a confrontation with Takashi, who is known as the DK or Drift King. He drives a 2003 Nissan 350Z. Anyways, <clears throat> he confronts Sean because Sean's talking to Takashi's girlfriend, Nilo, who is actually one of Sean's classmates. Damn, it's a small world after all my ass, bitch. Despite being barred from driving, Sean decides to race against Takashi who has ties to the Yakuza. He races him in a 2001 Nissan Silvia S15 Spec 5, which was loaned by Takashi's friend, Han. 
He loses the race with Takashi due to his unfamiliarity with drifting. It's very sad. He just ruins the fucking Sylvia. It's... Uh, anyways, to repay his debt for destroying the car, Sean agrees to work for Han, who drives a 1997 Mazda RX-7. Let me tell you, this thing is fucking beautiful. Fucking beautiful. Anyways, the duo become friends, and Han agrees to teach Sean how to drift, explaining that he is helping him as Sean is the only person who is willing to stand up to Takashi, 6'9". Sean moves out of his dad's apartment and in with Sean into I mean and in with Han to his garage accommodation and masters drifting by practicing in a 2006 Mitsubishi Evo. Not only does he gain respect but after defeating DK's right-hand man Moromito, but he asks Nila out on a date and learns that after her mother died, she moved in with Takashi's grandmother, which resulted in the relationship. An enraged Takashi beats up Sean the next day, telling him to stay away from Nila. Nila subsequently leaves Takashi and moves in with Sean and Han. Unbeknownst to Takashi, however, Han has actually been stealing from him, but Takashi's uncle, Kamada, head of the Yakuza, realizes this immediately and we're looking at the account books, reprimanding Takashi for not realizing this. Takashi and Moromito confront Han, Sean, and Nila about the thefts. Twinkie causes a distraction and this allows Han, Sean, and Nila to flee, who are then pursued by Takashi and Moromito. During the chase, Moromito is... Sorry, Morimoto, that was his name, sorry, gets killed in a fucking car crash. That's fucking disgusting. It's just sad, bro. Dude just rams headfirst into a car. He's just screaming. He's just like, and then, and then glass shards everywhere. Anyways, um... Where was I? Where was I? Uh, all right. Takashi pursues the trio on his own, and Han allows Sean to overtake him in order to hold off Takashi. The chase ends, however, when Sean and Nila crash, and moments after escaping from Takashi, Han gets team boated. The car explodes before Sean has a chance to save Sean. Wait, no, before Sean has a chance to save to save Han. No, Han. Even worse, the Mazda RX-7 is fucking destroyed, bro. Why they gotta kill the cool Asian guy? Tell me, Justin. Tell me why. Anyways, uh, Sean and Nila take the subway, I mean, they just disappear from the crime scene, and they take the subway back to his father's house, where Takashi finds them, leading to an armed standoff, which is resolved by Nila agreeing to leave with Takashi. Sean's father prepares to send him back to America, but Sean pleads with him to let him fix his own mess. His father agrees and makes amends with him, acknowledging his own shortcomings with Sean's up bringing. Twinkie gives his money to Sean to replace the money Han stole from Takashi, which Sean then uses to return to Kamada. Sean proposes a race against Takashi, with the loser having to leave Tokyo. Kamada agrees to the challenge, but on the condition that the race takes place on a mountain. It is revealed that the mountains actually where Takashi is the only person to ever make it down successfully. With all of Han's cars impounded, Sean and Han's crew restore Sean's father's 1967 Ford Mustang Fastback to drift specification, using several components of the previously wrecked Sylvia, including the engine. Now, I know what you're thinking, man. A lot of people lost their shit in the theaters. The little people still lose their shit when they're watching this, man. They're like, why are they putting a Sylvia engine into a fucking 67 Mustang? What? 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 What, 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 what kind of mad scientist? What kind of mad science rocket bullshit is this, man? Anyways, uh, the night of the race comes. And the crowds gather to see the race. Takashi takes the lead, but Sean's training allows him to catch up because, you know, the the good the good guy who showed up to town a week before is able to to beat the villain who's been battling for this his I mean who's been training for this his entire fucking life. Anyways. <clears throat> 
Determined to win, Takashi resorts to ramming Sean's car, eventually missing and driving off the mountain while Sean sees, I mean, Sean crosses the finish line with Takashi's car almost falling on him in the process. Kamada keeps his word and lets Sean remain in Tokyo while Takashi is forced to leave. Yeah, it all is good, right? In the aftermath, Sean is recognized as the new Drift King and him, Neela and Twinkie and the others from the crew are enjoying themselves in their newfound home place and freedom when all of a sudden dominic toretto shows up to challenge sean in 19 in a 1970 plymouth roadrunner sean is reluctant to race that day until finding out that dom knew han and considered him as family the film ends with sean and dom starting the race leaving the winner unknown and that my friends is the fast and the furious tokyo drift wow talk about story wow amazing story all right folks the rating on a scale of 1 to 10 i've got to give the fast and the furious of tokyo drift a a 6 out of 10 whoa 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 that low and yet it's one of your favorite movies yes why well here's why first and foremost um the acting, it is dog shit. Complete, complete, complete dog shit. Lucas Black, he's a cool guy, but man, he sucks balls when it comes to acting. Damn. Especially, like, why anybody? They could have picked anybody, but why him? He's, he's, he's a good actor and all, but why choose him to play a high schooler? He already looks like he's not supposed to be in high school. Why cast him as a fucking 18-year-old when he's clearly 10 years older than what he is supposed to be? Why? Just why, Universal? Why? Or wh whoever was in charge of casting. We'd appreciate if you'd pick, I don't know, age, uh, accurate actors for the roles you know instead of having a 20 year old play some uh 13 year old on a netflix series you know it'd be kind of cool if uh you guys didn't do that but fortunately they do so yeah what can you do anyways another thing that really sucked balls about this movie was the plot the narrative it's so fucking unoriginal dude new guy comes into town and he beats the big bad that haunts the entire town the end. Oh, and he also gets the girl. Again, the end. It's it's so unoriginal. And while, although it does kind of... I'm not saying that it's a bad. That was bad. It was dog shit that I don't want to watch it. I want to watch it. But it's just so unoriginal. You know? So undriven. You know? But what's really great about this movie, let me tell you. It would be probably the, obviously the stunt work, man. The selection of cars, the theme, the setting. That's the best part about this movie. That's exactly what makes this movie such an original entry and such a, uh, uh, sorry, not an original, such a unique entry. There we go. The setting makes it unique. Um... Not only that, but the culture, the, G the JDM culture in Tokyo. That's what makes this movie one of the fan favorites. 
And let me tell you, bro, at the beginning, everyone hated this movie. They hated on it for Vin Diesel and Paul Walker not being in it. But nowadays, people look back at it and they're like, oh, 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 we can't, why can't we have more of these? Oh, 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 oh. You know? Um, it's like I said at the beginning of the episode, I find it to be complete bullshit because I was made fun of for liking this movie. People would be like, damn, bro, that one sucks balls, this one's better, or that one's, the other one's better, or just, just about any other installment is fucking better, bro, and, um, I'm, I'm like, I guess, sure, (laughs) fuck you, I guess, I don't know, whatever, but, yeah, no, 6 out of 10, totally recommend it, especially for movie night with the bros, and if you're feeling, if you're feeling, uh, if you're feeling uh, extra, maybe maybe spend a movie night with your girl or your significant other. Totally, totally, totally perfect option. Best option, right there. No, I'm joking. But yeah, no, totally recommend it, especially with a group of friends. At least one of you guys has to know something about cars. If not, then um, yeah, no, I don't really recommend this movie. But other than that, totally recommended. Anyways, let's get let's go let's take a look behind the scenes. So production development for the film where it first began when writer Chris Morgan, who was a fan of the series, and the producers had an open call writing for the third film. Morgan originally pitched Vin Diesel in Tokyo, learning to uh, to drift and solving a murder. That sounds cool. Neil H. Mortiz, who had produced the first two uh, move, uh, films in the franchise, began working on it in the year 2005. And on June 8, 2005, he hired Justin Lin to direct The Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift. Lin, who wasn't intimately familiar with drifting when he was approached to helm the project, he recalled, quote, I was in film school when the first Fast and the Furious came out. I saw it along with a sold-out crowd who just ate it up. What really excited me about directing this film was a chance to harness that energy, create a whole new chapter, and up the ante by bringing something new to the table for the audience who loves action and speed, end quote. Lin was not enthusiastic at first and was unimpressed by earlier drafts of the script, saying, quote, I think it's offensive and dated and I don't have any intention of doing it, end quote. The producers then allowed him to develop the film his own way, although it was a constant challenge and he was always battling the studio to make the film better. He said, quote, to their, care, to their credit, they were very fair and reasonable, end quote. It was impossible to get the necessary filming permits in Tokyo, so they went ahead without permission, saying, quote, I wanted to shoot in Shibuya, which is the most crowded place in Tokyo. The cops, they're also polite, so it takes about 10 minutes for them to come over and kick you out, end quote. Unknown to Lin, however, the studio fired a fall guy who stepped in when the police came to arrest him and said that he was a director and spent the night in jail instead. After the four poor test screenings of Fast and the Furious Tokyo Drift, Vin Diesel agreed to make a cameo in the film in exchange for Universal's ownership to the rights of the Riddick series character and in lieu of a financial payment. Now, the tech- here's where it gets tactical. <clears throat> Races and the stunts were coordinated by second unit director Terry Leonard. The film used almost 200, 200 and 50 vehicles, cutting about 25 and destroying more than 80. The Nissan Silvio, which Sean trashes in the first place in Japan, is depicted as having a RB26 DETT, sorry, DETT engine swap, which itself is donated into the Ford Mustang. However, in the car, 
Sorry, sorry, however, the car in the movie was actually powered by Sylvia's original engine. The Vespa-like body-kitted, sorry, body-kitted Mazda RX-7 driven by Han was originally built by uh, Vestlite for the 2005 Tokyo Auto Salon, but was later bought by Universal and repainted from dark red to orange and black for use in the movie. The car, which Dominic appears in at the end of the film, is highly, sorry, is a highly customized 1970 Plymouth satellite which was built for the Seamus show. SEC Magazine tested the cars for the film and noted that the cars in the Tokyo in Tokyo Drift were slightly faster in an acceleration matchup from those of Too Fast, Too Furious. Notable drifting personality such as Keichi Tsuchiya uh, I can't pronounce the guy's name anyways a lot of notable person, drifting personalities were consulted and employed by the movie to provide and execute the drifting and driving stunts in the film Tanner Frost okay there we go now I can actually say these white people names sorry so sorry Tanner Frost Rich Rutherford Calvin Wan and Alex Pfeiffer were also brought in as an were brought in as none of Universal's own stunt drivers could actually drift. Fucking pussies. Some of <laughs> some racing events were filmed in, um, in uh, at the Hawthorne Mall parking lot in Los Angeles as filming in Tokyo required permits the studio was unable to obtain. They instead used streetlights and multiple props to help recreate Tokyo. Toshi Hamaya was brought in to keep elements from the film of the film portrayed correctly, which was con- uh who sorry. The film correctly, who's contacted by Roger Fan, an old high school friend who started in Lynn's Better Luck Tomorrow. Hamaya ensured certain references were deployed correctly, such as the use of nitrous oxide in straight but not in turns, and keeping the use of references to sponsors to a minimum. One of Kamada's henchmen uh, has a missing fingers, a punishment typically deployed by the Yakuza. He had to have missing fingers digitally added to appease cultural concerns. Ouch. All right, let's take a look at how it did at the uh, the, the the box office. <laughs> did kind of bad if, if 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 I'm honest. Tokyo Drift went on to bring in 23 million in in its opening weekend, debuting in number three, right behind Cars and Nacho Libre. The film itself was in limited release in Japan, released under the name Wild Speed Three. And the U.S. box office ended up being about $62 million and went on to gross $96 million internationally, resulting in a total of $158 million. The film gained a 37% approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes based on 137 critic, uh, sorry, based on reviews from 137 critics, the average rating being 4.9 out of 10. Besides contentious greed's quote, eye-popping driving sequences coupled on a limp story and flat performances make this a drift, sorry, make this drift a disappointing follow-up to previous Fast and Furious installments, end quote. Ouch, that's gotta, that's, that's gotta really, really, really hurt. So in terms of Fast and Furious continuity, after Tokyo Drift, Universal went on to release three prequel, no, 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 not continuation three prequel films fast and furious released in 2009 fast five released in 2011 and fast and furious six uh released in 2013 all of these three films uh developed han louis with the main characters before he settled in, settled in tokyo subsequent films revisited the tokyo car chase scene and its aftermath deckard shaw played by jason statham appeared post credits in fast and furious 6 crashing han's car and setting up fast and free uh, sorry furious 7 released in 2015 in which sean boswell gives dominic toretto a necklace that belonged to han 
In Fast and Furious 9, released in 2021, it is revealed that Han actually faked his death in the crash with the aid of the government agent known as Mr. Nobody. Oh shit, I probably should have said a spoiler. Oh well, whatever. It's like, they showed it in the trailer anyway, so you know, it's not like, you know, it's... It's not like it's, it's bad or anything like that. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, in terms of Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift, that's pretty much where the story ends, folks. Before we go, I want to take a quick minute and thank you guys all so much for the support. It means a lot, really. So keep it up. And most of all, tell everybody. Tell the mailman. Tell, tell the doctor. Tell, tell, tell everybody. Do it. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, that pretty much sums up today's episode. Stay safe. Stay warm. Enjoy your Thanksgiving. Enjoy the time you have with your family. And don't drink and drive. We'll keep. We'll keep blah, blah, blah. Oh fuck! I messed up. We'll catch you next week, folks. Oh shit. <laughs>